welcome to another episode of the Aquatic Mentors podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Van Eyck, and in this episode, I interview an industry professional who started her career in aquatics as a volunteer swim teacher and has now built a career through her 20 years working as a swim teacher. So please extend a big welcome to the podcast for Jacqueline Cole. Jacqueline started her career working with swimmers who suffered from asthma, helping them grow and develop their lung capacity through swimming. After this program was shut down, she moved on to work with the Rainbow Club. The Rainbow Club is a network of social swimming clubs for children with a disability. With their unique Swim the Rainbow program, Rainbow Club offers a fun and safe community for children with a disability to have a personalised swimming lesson catered to their needs. Jacqueline has spent 12 years teaching children with disabilities in the Rainbow Club program. She is now their Manager of Programs and Quality. Through today's episode, Jacqueline shares some insights into her work as well as her thoughts on swimming and where she sees swimming moving to into the future. Please share the hidden gems you find in Jacqueline's interview on our Facebook page, Aquatic Mentors, and you will find all her contact details listed at the end of the show notes. If you want to share your aquatic story, please contact me via my email, which is regionalswimclinics at outlook.com, as I'd love to be able to share your aquatic journey with my audience. I have launched a selection of masterclasses which cover a variety of topics relating to swim teaching and coaching at Regional Swim Clinics Training Academy. These courses can be found on my website, www.regionalswimclinics.com.au and by clicking on Courses in the menu bar. All the courses are designed to be easy on your wallet and time while giving you a wealth of knowledge to take and implement in your next lesson or squad session. And I'd just like to add an apology during this interview. My microphone began to get gradually worse and then die at the end so I do apologize as it gets quieter and cuts out a little bit I have updated my microphone with a fresh new one and we're all good to go so let's dive in and find out more about Jacqueline's journey in swimming so Jackie how did you start your journey in swimming well I was a volunteer swim teacher with the Asthma Foundation and so I did that for many years just went along on a Saturday morning and had a great time there with the Asthma Foundation helping them teach the, the children with asthma how to swim because, of course, that helps expand their lungs. And so I had a great time until they decided that they were no longer going to do the program. And then I joined Rainbow Club about 12 years ago. Fantastic. And coming into the industry as a volunteer, I think that's a really great way to get to know the industry and build up that interest in it and then continue on into the Rainbow Club. I like the idea of the asthma team or the asthma lessons because where we are, we have a lot of people with asthma and I think that's fantastic to use the advantages and make it really specific for them to build their skills in the water. Yeah, it it was excellent. And then, you know, I was looking for something, I suppose, unique once again and that's why I ended up joining uh, Rainbow Club because teaching children with disabilities uh, is once again unique and you know it, I've just been so fantastic 
every day to get in the pool with these gorgeous children and beautiful parents, beautiful families. It's wonderful, wonderful. I love that. That's fantastic. And to make a difference and make a big impact in what you do as well. Can you share with us a bit more about the Rainbow Club and what it's about? The Rainbow Club teaches children with disabilities how to swim. And so we have personalised lessons. And a lot of our children come along to us and are scared of water or, you know, have had traumatic experiences in mainstream swimming where they weren't included or they were maybe excluded from the group because of their disabilities. A lot of our children are on the autism spectrum and so they really do really well with us in the personalised lessons. That's brilliant. So there are all one-on-one private lessons or is there group lessons as well? No, we have group lessons as well and we're just expanding at the moment into squads and so we're giving them the journey from the beginning right through to giving them the opportunity to swim squads. That's fantastic. And that is a big opportunity because you get them coming in from learn to swim and like you said, a lot of them are quite scared and then to progress them through to squads as well. So they're getting that whole development. Yeah, that's what we we feel that it's absolutely wonderful to give them the complete journey. Rainbow Club operates three programs here. We have Swim the Rainbow, which is our Learn to Swim program. And that Swim the Rainbow is a unique program that personalises learning to swim for children with a disability. It provides social opportunities and recognises progress as a child moves through the colours of the rainbow. As they achieve their goals, it supports them in the transition to squads and mainstream um, aqua activities. Our squads is a second program and they're one-hour squad sessions for members who can swim 25-metre freestyle, backstroke and breaststroke and who love swimming and want to develop their swimming strengths. Our third program that we run is My Active, which is an aqua fitness program for young adults 16 plus with disability designed by an accredited exercise physiologist to meet a participant's goals and delivered by our qualified teachers. Our MyActive Moves Non-Week program provides social interaction along with age and ability of appropriate aqua exercise for maintaining health and well-being. Perfect. And the concept of the rainbow, I like how each level is, it corresponds with the colour of the rainbow. How did that come in with the... I suppose, branding of the product or was it just that we like rainbows and we brought it together with the program? Or It was developed quite a few years ago that it would be to do with the rainbow and we don't call them levels, we call them swimming the rainbow. So you start in a red and you progress through to indigo and violet, indigo and violet being the squads and so you have all different like we say, we don't call them levels. And so we go through water confidence, safety basics, resistance and buoyancy towards independence, transition to swim strokes, and then introduction to squad and squad swim, swimming the rainbow. Wow, that's brilliant. And I like the fact yeah, that you're swimming the rainbow. It gives that another concept to it, which a lot of kids would understand and connect with, which is great. Going through to squads, do you find you get a lot of kids that continue and stay and continue through to the squad or do they reach a limit in the program? Look, we do. We tend to find that our children stay with us for the entire journey. And so they come in to us when, you know, maybe they're 
not at school, so they may be three, four, five years of age, and most of them, a lot of them, do stay with us until they're sort of eighteen and graduating school. Wow, what a oh uh, idea having them starting so young and then staying with them for such a big important part of their life and seeing them graduate school and continue into those squad lessons and the skills that develop and the communication and engagement you'd be able to bring them such a difference in their lives that would be amazing yeah it's a beautiful journey for them but like you know some children you know once they get to that squad level they're Parents are very happy that they've learnt to swim and they move on and graduate on to other things or other activities. So you get a full range of children coming in and leaving at different stages. But we just feel that just giving that squad level now is really sort of uh, just giving them the complete journey. Yeah, that's right. Just finishes off and it allows them to put those skills into practice and they can yeah, develop into a squad level, which is, I love it. I think that's really, really good to be able to take them on that complete journey. So what's been the biggest lesson you've learned in your swimming journey so far? Patience. (laughs) I love it. I need more of it. (laughs) Every child is an individual and they all learn at different speeds and different ways, whether visual or verbal. And patience is one of the most important things you can ever have as a swimming teacher and understanding I love it straight to point and that is perfect patience is definitely something we need we need a lot more of it and it does it just enhances if you're able to be calm and collected with the kids they can take that off of you as well they feel it from you makes such a big difference and I think there's these times where we're rushing around and you know we've got so much stress and so many things happening to be able to stop and relax and have that patience in the pool, it just makes all those lessons a lot more calmer and happier for everyone. It does. It's just like when you have a baby and they can feel when you're stressed. I think all children can feel that. And so patience as a teacher is extremely important. That's right. Yep, definitely. So what's been the highlight of your journey? The sheer joy when a child learns a new skill that they have been working on for a period of time, the joy on their face and their parents' face, it's just so rewarding. I love that. Brilliant. I think it would also be, I suppose, more emphasised in children with disabilities. It is. It is because they work so hard and then when they get that skill, it's just you're beaming as a teacher and they're beaming of learning and having gotten that skill it's just so rewarding oh I love that and it's just seeing their expression would be absolutely amazing I think that's fantastic oh good work I love that and I love how your answer was focused on the kids and what you do more than something that's you've done in your career it's what you experience and see every day with the children that you teach yeah yeah love it So is there anyone that's played a big role in your swimming journey so far, like a mentor or a friend or a family member? I've taught swimming with a wonderful friend, Maggie, and she taught me to incorporate my aqua aerobics training into my lessons to bring an element of fun. And so Maggie just taught me that, well, we all know to learn, you need to be having fun 
you learn so much easier if you're having fun. And so if we can bring a little bit of fun into our lessons and the aqua aerobics, you know, jumping around and doing those things, I think just Maggie taught me just to have fun and then the children will learn by having fun as well. Wow, what a great idea. Yeah, and that's something we don't connect a lot of. We don't bring that stuff into our lessons, but it makes a big difference for kids. I know with the school curriculums that we got here in Victoria, we have to run a water aerobic session in the actual school programs for the government. And the kids all laugh at it because I get the music going and I think, oh, no, water aerobics, like what are we doing? But they have so much fun if you you don't always need the music and that, but just to punch some arms this way or that way or to kick some legs and things like that, it's very, very important to have fun in our lessons as well as structure. That's right. We're going to keep it engaging and keep them in there because, yeah, losing that fun means they lose the interest in swimming. So yeah, how to connect it. And what a great idea to connect the two together so that two fantastic parts of the industry come together in that. Yes. Good advice. I like that advice. So what advice would you give to a new swim teacher or coach coming into the industry? Enjoy yourself and just give it all that you possibly can. Put your heart and soul into it and you will get so much out of your lessons and your interaction with the children. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah, and you do you do need to connect with the kids and putting everything into it, your heart and soul, like you said, it just makes it even more engaged and connected with your swimmers and makes a difference for them to be able to expand and do so well. So for you, what does swimming look like into the future? I want to see every child have the opportunity to learn to swim, regardless of costs and disability and where they live. Brilliant. And I love that very holistic approach. Yeah, we want to see everyone in there. We want to see everyone making a difference, learning to swim and developing those skills. I think that's fantastic in regards to it again shares for the students and what we want to see in, you know, especially achievement for everyone in the industry. With this one, I think it'll be interesting to get your view from, especially coming from the disability side. How can we as an individual and industry promote and develop Learn to Swim and also the competitive side to encourage more participants? And is there a way we can do that with less funding? I think our three programs does do that. And so I think that every swimming school needs to look at their programs and see what they can do to help do that. That's where we're developing our squads so that we can help our children if they want to move into competitive swimming of some sort. Yeah, I like that. So you're sort of covering all bases with swimming and giving the kids every opportunity to touch on all areas of that swimming and that rainbow. Yes. I love that. And that's true. We need to redevelop and look at our programs and see when we might be missing the mark with customers. To a few families that are involved in my summer swimming program and the kids are gotten to the point now that they're a bit over the swimming laps. They, you know, know the basic skills and they're not really keen to sort of continue. They just want to play at the pool, but their parents are wanting to put them in for something. 
So we're looking at what we can do to encourage them to continue to swim, but also, like you said earlier, keep it fun and engaging as well. Yeah, because social participation is very important to us. And so every lesson for the last five minutes of all our Learn to Swim lessons is about fun. And so it's about playing some games. So, you know, what's the time, Mr. Wolf, uh, throwing a ball to each other to engage everyone and just finish off and round off that lesson. And also with our squads, we may be swimming for 45 minutes, um, but in that time, we do do some drills, we do some exercises in the side of the pool, but then we have some fun and bring everyone together as a group, so play some games and some activities as well. I like that, that just bringing the lesson together at the end and everyone leaves happy because they've all had a game and a bit of fun to keep entertained, but they've also, it's a reward because they've done the work beforehand and put that time in and then they get to relax. Was there anything else that you wanted to add? Other than Swimming teachers, please <laughs> join us. If you're thinking about a career in swimming teaching, please go out there and do a course and join us. We need teachers everywhere, you know, all around Australia. I think we're all short of teachers no matter where we go, country areas, in the cities, everywhere. So if you're thinking about joining and becoming a swimming teacher, please do so. Go and sign up. Start your journey today because the industry needs you, the children need you, we live on an island here in Australia. We're surrounded by water and every child should have the right to be able to learn how to swim and stay safe around the water. That's right. Perfect. I think what we want to do is build the interest so we get more teachers into the industry because, like yourself, making such a difference with children with disabilities in the rainbow, there's you know, so much more impact we can give to kids and the type of role we have you're looking for that impact and making a difference in life. It's definitely your first step for that. Okay, so thank you for your time and for your effort on all the work you do for children with disabilities in the swimming industry. Wonderful. And another season of the Aquatic Mentors podcast has passed. And I would like to thank all my guests for being on the show. My guests shared so much wonderful knowledge and ideas that I hope will encourage you all to try something new this coming year. I look forward to interviewing the guests I have lined up for you next year. And if you know of a great contributor to the aquatic industry that you would like to learn more about, please let me know and encourage them to get in contact at regionalswimclinics at outlook.com so I can share their journey in swimming on a podcast episode. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season and I look forward to joining you in the new year for more great stories and journeys in aquatics. Keep an eye out on the Aquatic Mentors Facebook page for news and celebrations during the break. Thank you for listening to the episodes and sharing your thoughts on our guest stories. And ideas, your time and comments make the journey on the Aquatic Mentors podcast so much more fun and worthwhile. Join me next year for season three of the Aquatic Mentors podcast. Thanks for listening.